Welcome to another episode of Conquering American History. Today we will continue our discussion on reform and culture. Please remember that we are looking specifically at reform during the 1800s. Last episode, we looked at the more well-known aspects of reform, such as the abolitionist movement and women's rights. In this episode, we will continue exploring other areas of reform in America. These movements include temperance, education, and prison or asylum reform. Sit back, relax, and let's conquer American history. Hey guys, I hope you're all doing well on this Wednesday, April 1st, 2020. This podcast is uh, an extension that I like to use during this time of e-learning as a result of our COVID-19 quarantine. So I hope for those of you who listen to these podcasts that they are beneficial and can hopefully help guide and continue your learning uh, while you are at home. So I'm going to go ahead and get started. And the first reform movement that I want to talk about today is temperance. In many ways, the temperance movement was an extension of the women's rights movement during this period. We know from the last episode that women were getting and gaining uh, kind of a new voice, and they were beginning to speak out on a lot of different things, and temperance is one of those issues that they were concerned with. Historians also prove that this movement has ties to the Second Great Awakening as well, due to religious perspectives on alcohol and its effects on the human mind. The key component of the temperance movement was that alcohol should be completely banned. That literally means stopping the production, sell, and consumption of alcohol completely. I do want to add that this movement was not solely limited to women. Men also participated and believe that alcohol should be banned as well. The biggest concern with alcohol during this period of reform was that it led to moral degradation, or, simply put, moral decline. Men were abusing their roles as husbands and fathers in favor of drinking. This was seen as a neglect of duty by those in favor of temperance. The temperance movement would ultimately succeed through the passing of the 18th Amendment in 1919, which prohibited or banned alcohol completely in the United States. This victory, however, was short-lived because in 1933, the 18th Amendment would be repealed by the passage of the 21st Amendment. The passage of the 21st Amendment made the production, sell, and consumption of alcohol legal again in the United States. Another vastly important area of reform is education. In the early 1800s, a man by the name of Horace Mann worked to improve the education of children. He believed that in order to achieve a better educational system, teachers needed to be paid more and teachers should receive specialized training. 
Man also believed that education should be free for all and should not be limited based on race or gender. Additionally, during this period, education began to be more available and open for both women and younger girls. Unfortunately, during this time, slavery still existed. Freedom African Americans and slaves would receive little to no education at all. Issues regarding African American education would continue to exist well into the 1900s. Ultimately, educational reform during this period will increase an interest and desire to further the opportunity for equal schooling of children. Horace Mann had this to say about education. A human being is not attaining his full heights until he is educated. The last section of reform that I want to discuss today is prison and asylum reform. Prior to the 1830s, little was being done regarding the health and well-being of prisoners or those with mental illnesses. Enter key prison and asylum reformer Dorothea Dix. Dorothea Dix helped to bring about change in the prison and asylum system and sought out ways to help those who were seen as insane. Mrs. Dix was able to help bring about change that saw prisoners treated more fairly and rehabilitated. Asylums were also detached from the prisons so that the mentally ill could receive proper treatment. By 1835, America was considered to have two of the best prisons in the world located in Pennsylvania. Astonishingly, reformers from Europe looked to the new nation as a model for building, utilizing, and improving their own prison and asylum systems. Advocates for prisoners believed that they could change and that a prison stay could have a positive effect. It was a revolutionary idea in the beginning of the 19th century that society, rather than the individuals, had the responsibility for criminal activity and that the duty to treat neglected children and to rehabilitate alcoholics. That concludes Episode 3 of Conquering American History. I hope that the information in this podcast is helpful and guides you to better understanding American history as a whole. In the next episode, I will begin discussing one of my favorite areas of American history, the Civil War. See you next time, and thanks for listening.